it's about to start. Everybody, happy Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to another week of Talking Through the Media's. Talking Through the Media is your home for entertainment news and reviews by fans for fans. Uh, make sure if you like what you're seeing, uh, you like uh, and subscribe. Uh, you can support us by becoming a member or sponsor us on Patreon for exclusives, which we would very much appreciate. Uh, make sure you share your thoughts. Uh, drop us a comment in the box below uh, because we want to hear them. I'm Amy Newman. Joining me today is Chris Fagan. Chris, how you doing? I am outstanding. I'm I'm enjoying these new hotkeys, so I'm able to just push a button and watch this. Boom! It goes to Amy. Boom! Ooh. It comes back to Chris. There's I a graphic. Say. Yeah. That is a pretty hot key, yeah, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, hot cha 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 cha. Well, just like you said, guys, I'm uh, Chris Fagan. That's Amy Newman. And this is another uh, week of entertainment news and reviews by fans for fans. As she said, you know, I'm going to just step over her whole lines and just, you know, take credit did for it. Did I them. do it wrong? No, not, not, not at all. I just like, you know, I like to uh, repeat whatever you say and then you blame me for, you know, for not listening. I'm like, I think I was listening. And that whole argument, I'm always in those types of argument with people. Why aren't you? I find that that people just mumble. It's not that I'm not listening. It's just that people mumble a lot and they usually mumble when I'm not paying attention. So let's just get started with today, guys. You already know what it is, guys. Uh, we're going to go through uh, three trending topics. If you uh, want, if you can't, if you didn't have time to catch us on YouTube or if you want to just do it on the uh, podcast version, do it. Listen to us on the podcast version. You can do that. Uh, you can go to SoundCloud or uh, we're also on iTunes. You can also check this out, guys. You can also support the channel uh, by going to teachermedias.com slash contact and, uh, or add us on our, our social media accounts and just let, let us know your thoughts and uh, comments, your questions, send them there as well. Uh, during the live show, we'll be looking out for uh, any Super Chats. We'll interrupt the show and we'll answer your question right here on the spot to help support the show and uh, through uh, tips on Streamlabs as well. Or you might, might want to become a sponsor on our patreon guys speaking of sponsors talking through the medias is brought to you by a very very special lady you know you see her every week her name is amy newman and i want to just take this time to just uh just to say how much i appreciate amy newman and, and everything that she does this woman has more talent than a little bit i'm just gonna say it like that that's actually a compliment where i'm from that means she has a lot medium. of talent I have a medium amount of no talent. over here it means you have a lot of talent but we just oh, say okay. it like that so um, and when i say talent i mean that if you if you have not gone to her youtube channel and checked out her series guys i want you to go uh do that i think this is sound uh, you don't know what i'm about to do i think i'm sound right now when i i mean i think there's sound coming up that's about to come out of this but it might be uh you're from that tv show uh newport high yep <laughs> yeah you know michael my offer always stands what i have this friend she's a nice girl and you really like her michael your friend sam i was more than a casual friend do you think i'm gonna screw it up like real talk am i gonna screw it up oh yeah without a doubt to being 
Season one of Your Biggest Fan is streaming. Go to YouTube, go to uh, go Amy's YouTube channel and check out that whole season. I, I finished it. I said I was going to watch it a little bit at a time and instead of just binging the whole thing. And I'm all, I've already found my character that I'm, I'm keeping my eye on. I've already got my favorite character. It's not who you think. <laughs> it's not me. I quit. <laughs> Well, talking to the media will only be <laughs> streaming with me. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I, I, I think my favorite. Who's my favorite character? I'll tell you who my. No, I'll, if I tell you, then I'll, I'll tell you after the show. No, there's uh, only like six characters in the whole thing. I don't so. want to spoil it. Okay, I'll. My favorite character is a is a person who just like kind of comes out of nowhere in the background and just you know pick up something and be like just look at you and just walk away. He didn't say anything. I'm like, what is that guy's problem? Why is he looking at Amy like that? I just couldn't figure it out. He did it in one episode. I think he did it like two or three times. He just was somewhere in the background. I think it was a party. Picks up a plate of food or gets a drink and he just... By the way, uh, I don't know uh, whose socials I'm, I'm rocking right now. Oh, that was from another... Oh, I'm sorry about that. That was from another uh, episode. I mean, let me fix that for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, But yeah. while I... I talk okay. about uh I'll keep your I'll keep a Twitter your uh TikTok handle just, up there. Just a hovering TikTok logo. Yeah, I'll just cool. keep, I'll keep that up there just so just to say Amy doesn't have TikTok and we don't know why. I actually did download it today for like a a work audition thing but nothing is on there. So. Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't uh, But thank look you it. for the shout out Chris. Thank you for the love. Um <laughs> at some point if my social media stuff's on the screen, if you go to either of those accounts um either like pinned on my Twitter or in my Instagram bio. That should be easy access if you want to check out season one of Your Biggest Fan. But thank you for watching it, Chris. And I'm very glad you enjoyed it. There it is. There we go. All right. Now. I'm getting better at like mirroring my hand to get this right. I'm yeah, like, yeah you, you're balancing that plate real good. <laughs> it's really good. I'm going to spin it. I don't have that graphic yet, but guys, like I said, guys, we have three topics we're going to go through real quick um, and uh, give you our thoughts our uh, opinions about them and just share them with you if you are if you have any questions that you want to ask us just send it put it in the box like i always say and we'll probably talk about it on we got your mail so let's go down these main topics these trending topics one by one but why is that trending so amy what's the first one we got we got all kinds of things trending uh super bowl the tom brady win super spreader event potentially and of course the commercials uh this week the world witnessed tom brady winning Another Super Bowl with his new team, the Tampa Bay Bucks, over the Kansas City Chiefs in a blowout. Other highlights of Sunday's big game included the halftime performance from the weekend and, of course, those funny Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Lot, lot to unpack. We have some fan comments, but we'll get to those in a minute. I'm, I'm actually stalling a little bit because I was fixing your graphic. There we go. I fixed it. Right at the nick of time. I was almost a few seconds late, but I had to, to make sure to fix it. Uh, but did you, you caught the Super Bowl, right? You were, did I you? I did catch the Super Bowl. I usually watch, I'm not a big, I'm not a big football girl, but I do mm. usually catch the Super Bowl mm. at least. Because I feel like you just, you miss out so much on the, uh, really it's the commercials and the halftime show and like any weird, like meme worthy stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. That's, that's sort of more what I'm there for than the football and just like an excuse to eat. 
playoffs like and, to, to and drink beer just like for a full laugh. It's a it's a it's a holiday. It's a it's a yeah. holiday. Um, yeah, but we were tweeting each other. It was funny because me and you tweeting. We were uh, going back and forth on the phone uh, for, to, for talking about our favorite part of the game about. <laughs> We were texting about all the commercials <laughs> and yeah. everything. Oh, I could not appear. It was such a boring game. I don't know much about football, but that game was like, all right. <laughs> you say, you're like, I don't know much about this, but I know what I don't like. And I don't like well, this. Well, honestly, it was like, it was like, all right, the Chiefs won last year. Right. We was going to so see if they were going to. It's not really that exciting if they win. I don't like Tom Brady, and it's not really exciting if he wins. Like, they really managed to make it like, I, I have no. Because normally I can at least kind of go like, okay, I'm going to root for the underdog or I'm going to root this team has this player with this great story. And I, I feel like they managed to really, uh, but me not. Tom Brady had the best. Story. I mean, I'm, maybe I'm the best, uh, the biggest fan uh, of Tom Brady, or maybe I hate his guts, or maybe he's earned my respect over the years, but I had, but throughout uh, in comparison, comparing him to Kansas city and everything, I'm sorry. He had the better story. I wanted him to win just to see if he could at his age, Get that seventh ring. I'm like, I'm like, I don't care if he never wins it ever again. But if after getting that seventh victory, I don't think anybody will ever touch him. I don't. I think that that record's gonna. It's either gonna uh, stand for a long, long time, or it'll never be. I mean, I don't. I just can't see it. I don't think anybody's gonna hit that record. The last. It's impressive. It's impressive. I don't I love to. the guy, but it's it's impressive. We're not going to debate about Deflate Gate and anything like that, but the, uh, if you know what that is. But the, the, main, the main thing that was also being discussed while we were uh, texting back and forth on it was uh, <laughs> we were kind of tricked in the beginning of it. We thought that this was a, social, a super spreader nightmare that was happening right at the beginning of the game. Like, look at those all those people that's about to get sick. Nobody's moving. They're just sti- uh, sitting there I catching COVID. So. You literally, I was like, there's so many people. And- <laughs> I said, like, I said, zoom in. You got tricked by dolls. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm an idiot. We do they, that. Yeah, the Buccaneers. I was also like three beers deep at that point. Like, why are there so many people? You know, it was. It, it is Florida. I mean, they 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 literally it, exactly. But you know, it was it's Florida, so you know the the uh, the governor ordered blow up dolls for uh for the game. So that's uh that's, they, were, they were they were they were legit they were legit blow up dolls. <laughs> I can do what? You you said you could pay for what? <laughs> oh, are we losing you? Or am I losing? Was that you or me? It was me. Oh, okay. Well, you said something about you could pay for the you can pay to have your picture on the uh out there on a cardboard cutout, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Hold on. Why, go ahead and take the reins for a minute. I'm going to figure out my internet. Thing. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So what we okay? So let me tell you exactly what we were talking about, guys. Amy was all like, "What the hell are all those people doing out there?" And I was like, "Like, pause the the the, the video and look closer." And she's all like, "Oh my god, is that a blow up doll? That's a legit blow up doll. It's like from 1985. It's disgusting." And I was like, "No, I don't think that's what it is." And then there was like there was pictures of like celebrities, things like that. You, I think you saw uh, Bernie Sanders with mittens out there sitting out there. Yeah. So what I was saying, I'm sure people because you could pay. I think it was a couple hundred bucks. To to get your like mm-hmm. picture so i'm guessing someone like paid to do bernie or whatever but yeah yeah uh, they've been doing yeah, that in wrestling too it. i don't know what the money they never established what the money went to but 
to the blow up doll industry. I'm telling you, those those pictures. Cut out, Chris. <laughs> I want. Can't, why can't I have this? Why so while while I was having uh, fun with that joke the whole time, we were also enjoying the um, the Super Bowl commercials. I tried to stay away the from as many. Generous, they were fine. They were weak this year. I feel like this year they they showed us the like the best ones online before the game, and then you saw that them again. bothered me so much. Yeah. Every time I went on Twitter, I was like, "Wait, this is like half of why I watched the Super Bowl. I don't want to see the commercials, you know, a week in advance." Right. But honestly. I didn't think there was, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. I didn't think there was much to write home about commercial wise. I know uh, Joe Ryan was upset that, uh, that his favorite <laughs> uh, commercial was, didn't really make it through the, through the bracket. I just, honestly, Joe, let me tell you what happened for the, I, I didn't want to put up a whole, a whole bunch of options out uh, in there and, and just cause the show would have ran too long. Uh, so I honestly just took notes of the ones that, uh, cause I didn't catch them before the show. I caught them during the show and I just took notes of the ones that I just happened to catch because I was ripping and running back and forth. And I, after the fact, I realized I missed so many trailers, so many TV spots. I missed so many commercials and I caught it after the fact. So if you want to be mad at uh, somebody, you know, blame uh, me or, or blame Amy. You know, she was the one that was really distracting me with, is that a blow up doll in the third row? I, I couldn't I concentrate. Say, I was, I was relieved. I thought, and I, I, this, I think we'll get to this in a second. Sort of the, the, the debates about the appropriateness of having this event at all mm -hmm. this year aside and again i think we'll get more to that in a second i appreciated that the commercials didn't go too hard on the i was ready for commercial after commercial after commercial wear like, your mask by butt light it's been a tough year but with ford <laughs> ford tough yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> so exactly i don't want to hear it like god love him like the the bruce springsteen like we, we're finding unity it's like let's read the room a little bruce There's our country our country's been through a lot and when you go through a lot, you want to take a butt, line, you know, just like, like mix a no, message. I was, I was, I didn't think many of them were like screamingly funny or really that memorable, mm -hmm. but I was worried because I'd seen an article of like commercials shouldn't try to be funny this year. It's too bleak a year. And I'm like, oh, that's, God, that's when they definitely should be funny. Exist. It's like yeah. if, if the, if the world's already, you know, in hell in the handbasket, why would you want to you know, throw gasoline on that fire? I mean, that dumpster fire, like. Like, no, let's throw a little love, a sprinkle a little love on it. That's what I do. That's uh, I will say, uh, we got a comment from Tetrasphere, mm -hmm. uh, wrote into the show asking us the following, uh, said the super butt and sports in general uh, are super spreader events. No one seems to care or even think about it. A bunch of sweaty ass dudes spitting and touching and rubbing up against each other. That's why I love it. Uh, tackling each other, <laughs> spitting in each other's mouths. Are we? I don't know if we're watching the same game. Yeah, exactly. What's the one you're watching? Where everyone's spitting in each other's mouth. So. I, 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 that's what confused me uh, the whole time. I was like, dude, what, what game are you watching, man? But he goes on to say, uh, we're closing down small businesses, uh, but yet we allow for sports to remain open. Are we stupid? LOL. I can't open my business, but yet a pointless fucking game, which means absolutely nothing, is still in play. So. So a hardcore football fan is what we're talking about, right? Like this sounds. This, this sounds like like you don't really like sports I anyway. Mean, that, that's what I will <laughs> say. I, and like I know, I know a name? lot of them were. What was his name again? You know, 
Tetrasphere. Tetris, yeah, Tetris doesn't sound like he plays football or likes football. Well, but like I do understand where they're coming from because I will say there was a definite, you know, I thought uh, I cried when uh, Amanda Gorman did her poem because she's amazing and I love that we have a poet that is like now a national rock star. I think that's so cool. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I don't know. I will say there's there's also uh, an element of like doing that, having her give that, you know, recite that poem, having that like moment of, of, of talk, you know, here's to our frontline workers, here's a nurse, here's an educator here. And then like cutting through the stands and it's like, people are there with like their noses hanging out of their masks. And it did feel a little tone deaf. It did feel a little like, I get it's a big industry. I get people really wanted this this year. Yeah. I, I, we have to? I don't know. I, I, I think it's I think it's a nuanced issue and I can understand it was also outdoors. A lot of the people there were vaccinated. It's really cool that they got healthcare workers in to see. I think a third of the the crowd were vaccinated healthcare workers, which is a lovely sentiment. Right. I, I think it's a really gray area issue and I, I can understand people uh, on either side of this going, This was totally inappropriate or they did it as best they could. Either I think either answer on one side or the other is going to be correct. I mean, because you can, you, but because uh, on one side they're going to say, you know, with with things being so bleak, we need a little uh, entertainment. We need to, need to be able to get that comedy show or hopefully that yeah. movie theater yeah. things to boost morale. But at the same time, we need to be safe. Both both is correct. Yeah, I think the game could have happened without a crowd. I know it's not quite the same, but they made it work. In, you know. in Florida? Oh no, they they probably. I'm surprised that there was that many blow up dolls in the seat. <laughs> they 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 wanted to like shoulder to shoulder, lick your uh, ticket and give it to the. <laughs> they they wanted that. I'm telling you, they uh, what did they, what is what is that guy saying? Now for the halftime show, we're all just gonna kiss for a while. Yeah, yeah. everybody spit to, towards the 50 yard line and show the show the team how much you love them. <laughs> You know the, the the Tampa Bay Bucks cheer where you just lick your hand and then hold yeah. it out and the person next to you licks it. Give that high five. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that spit. Oh, we got we probably gotta we gotta yeah. yeah we gotta probably move on from this joke. We're, like, we're probably gonna get flagged by YouTube. Are you guys telling people to spit on it? Okay, sorry. Or they'll promote us. Yeah, because you know pe people's kinks. I mean. I mean, I, I'm not going to start an OnlyFans for, uh, anytime soon, but hey, I see the potential. But guys, let us know what you guys think about uh, about the Super Bowl, about all the commercials. We're going to go uh, later on, and on, on you got, and we got your uh, mail. Uh, we got your vote. We're going to talk about uh, more of the top uh, commercials that we saw. I have thoughts. I have thoughts about the about the. I have big thoughts about that M Night Shyamalan movie and how it was the funniest oh, yeah. commercial. Well, we know we're, we're going to share. So everybody, let us know what you guys think about the whole uh, M Night Shyamalan thing, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> we got your mail. Exactly. My answer might surprise you. Uh, what's the uh, the next topic we have? Uh, well, the Britney Spears uh, conservatorship case has headed back to court after a new documentary about Spears by the New York Times uh, came out on Hulu. Calls to hashtag free Britney were joined by a new message. We're sorry, Britney. An old clip of Craig Ferguson explaining why he won't tell jokes about the pop star has resurfaced online. Ferguson then announced that he wouldn't be telling any jokes about Spears and suggested other members of the media handle the pop star in a more delicate manner. Uh, people are falling apart. People are dying. That Anna Nicole Smith woman, she died. It's not a joke. It stopped being funny then, he said. 
from the Hollywood Reporter, uh, seemingly referring to the, uh, oh, that was from the Hollywood Reporter. Seemingly referring to the documentary, Spears wrote, each person has their story and their take on other people's stories. We all have so many different bright, beautiful lives. Remember, no matter what we think we know about a person's life, it is nothing compared to the actual person living behind the lens. Exactly. I I caught it? yeah I caught it I me and uh, me and Joy we we watched it I was I didn't know um, I mean because I grew up in that age. like yeah. I had a Britney poster like Oops I did it again I think yeah. was the first album I bought like this was the era I came of age and it was jaw dropping to be reminded of how bad it was yeah and even even during that time because I mean I know me and Britney are in the same uh, age group. And I remember when she was on her rise, when the, the boy bands were coming up and they were like, this, a solo uh, female artist isn't going to be able to compete with these guys. And, and she did. She was, yeah. uh, she was there. Uh, she was, it was Britney, uh, Spice Girls, NSYNC, and uh, the Backstreet Boys. They were all dominating the charts at the same time. And Diddy was like, what the hell? But uh, I remember how the, there was reports of like, young girls going to these concerts. Oh my God, I love Britney so much. And their dads would stick around and have an extra ticket too and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to stick around for the show. So it was a lot of creepy guys and, and, and stuff Every coming at her. Every time I remember how young she was when that, I mean, that schoolgirl outfit. Yeah. Oh, at 16 or 15. Sexualized. And, and and everybody was wondering when is she a virgin? Is she when is she about to turn 18? Oh my God, she's almost legal. Like, dude, you got like today. If that stuff was happening today, oh man, that would, a lot of that would have been shut down so fast. Yeah. But back, but in the early 2000s and to 1999, it was just like, why are you acting like such a bee about it? I'm just asking about your breasts. I mean, what's going on? Like that was that was insane. It was we crazy. have to talk about your breasts. The interviewer literally was like, <laughs> like that was the elephant in the room. They're tell they're telling me in my ear that I gotta ask about <laughs> about the twins. I'm like, what? I was like. I, I wish I could have like quantum leap right there and, be, and just make her say like, uh, okay, so are like, are you married? I would have put him on a spot. I would have turned it back around him. Yeah. You're like, you know, I'm underage, right? How are you married? And, and, and women are getting, have more agency to do that now. But you see in that documentary, like she handles everything so graciously yeah and with so much kindness and with so much grace. And, you know, we're talking about a, essentially a child you know i think we we referenced that uh the diane sawyer interview where it's like oh this politician this senator's wife said she would kill you if she had the chance yeah. and she's just sitting there like well that's so mean yeah every every Why answer she gave that? was and she, perfect. she handled it brilliantly just going well i'm it's not my job to babysit her kid you know but still the grace and the kind i would now you'd be like all right, square up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, meet me, uh, catch me outside. Yeah, the catch, the catch me outside girl today gets her to keep gets millions of dollars and gets to do whatever the hell she wants. But yeah. but the oh wow, I wish she didn't do that. She gets to have her dad like say, "You're not mentally competent." <laughs> and it's insane because she was everything you were supposed to be. Hmm. She was gorgeous, thin, white, blonde, sexy virginal like she literally could not have fit more the perfect mold mm -hmm. of like this is what we want a woman to be in america it and was, it still wasn't enough it was i'm not i'm not even gonna lie i remember back then because i was probably a bit uh when justin simberlake went solo and that album came out and the whole uh spin about i i thought because we were led to believe that the whole thing was true 
I th- yeah. uh, the whole thing about her uh, cheating on him with the choreo- uh, choreographer, choreographer, whatever you said, and uh, and then he made the uh, the the Crimea River song or video, but out of you know being hurt. And now the whole thing is like maybe that stuff wasn't true. I was like, I, I remember back then we all bought into it, it boosted his career. And then yeah. I thought about how this wasn't the, the first time that happened. I'm like, I'm a huge Justin Timberlake music fan. But then mm-hmm. with, but I'm looking back at if this would have happened uh, today, it would it would have all played out differently. But, well, everyone then, would be on, on, and I, I think the, the documentary addresses a bit, everyone would have been on social media telling their side. They're of telling the story. side of the story. And like, then what happened with Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson? And oh I remember how he quickly. I feel like they planned on dropping this Super Bowl weekend. Like <laughs> it was exactly. It it just reminded you a whole bunch of things. That was like I I remember thinking way back then. Like wait a sec. I mean I understand that Justin Timberlake is the is the hotter or the more popular pop star at the time at at the early two thousands in the moment. But we're talking about Janet Jackson. She comes from a a legacy. And mm-hmm. and what why y'all are throwing her under the bus, Janet Jackson? You like you know how powerful her family is, and it it yep. was and it worked. I was like, wow, really? I like y'all. You, and, and I remember when that that situation happened. We nobody, we, no kids were really watching the uh, the Super Bowl at the time. We it was a bunch of adults that thought they thought it was all a part of the show. And and then I'm looking because today I'm looking back and I'm seeing Justin Timberlake should apologize. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And then I then when I saw it, I was like. Oh, okay, so Justin, that that whole story might not have been true. So you used it to to uh, boost your career, and you probably—I mean, she probably had it was it was chipping away at her sanity. Once that's that's how the documentary played out. All these things yeah. were just chipping away at her, little by little by little by little. And I understood yeah. a little bit more now, and I was like, "Damn, I bought into it." Honestly, back then. the shaved head thing—how much we all laughed at her—and it's like, I I get it. She was. She thought that that would make like, the paparazzi stop. I don't want you to talk about my hair. This yeah. isn't about me. Don't touch me. Stay away from me. Like, it yeah. almost. It almost feels like things like assault victims will do to kind of build that wall around them. Right. But, you, but it, you, it usually. It usually backfires because then it's like, oh, now we're watching her decline. We're watching the mental break, and we're, mm-hmm. that, that that's even more money for the uh, for them to get pictures of. What I heard that a celebrity you know what I'm saying, star- someone who's done some real panicked quarantine haircuts. I get it, girl. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I'm there too. But I heard from a uh, I, I, this, I don't know if this is actually if this actually works. But I heard that some celebrities, whenever they're um, when they don't want to be bothered too much by the paparazzi, the trick is. Wear the same outfit, like a sweatshirt. Wear it every day. It looks like it looks like it's from the same day. It makes it devalues the picture. It's like, how do I know that this is the same? Uh, uh, this is a new picture from today or what you took last week? Right. It's like it's not my fault. She keeps wearing the same clothes. Well, and it, and it works. I I think uh, little things like that. Um, but they were pushing her so much to you know be nice, get out there, put you know uh, get out because I remember on the beginning of the documentary it said. It was like we were the paparazzi and her were in this symbiotic relationship. Then, as she grew up and just didn't want it, she wanted more uh, privacy. It was like it was too late. You you fed the beast. Oh my god! Too don't much. get me started though on the paparazzi and that thing. Like, well, she yeah, she said leave me alone, but she meant like that day. Yeah. Like she did oh. not want you there. No, I, oh my god! I, I was like, oh my god! This dude. Imagine this dude saying this on the stand. Yeah, she said no, but she didn't say it like that. Come on, Your Honor, you'd have to have been just there. Own it. You know what? Just own like I was making crazy money. Yeah. This. Yeah. 
culture at the time, it was wrong. And in hindsight, I made a mistake. Well, he, he admitted that that uh, that much of it is like when. Uh, but she, then he like swiveled back around and was like, but she kind of loved but she, it. But yeah, exactly. She she once again made it her, her fault. Yeah. Uh, it was it was. I mean, hey, there's been people who have gotten uh, uh, paparazzi who've gotten totally beaten down for stepping yeah. over the line for um, for take zooming in and taking pictures in a, in a open blind and all that stuff, mm-hmm. taking pictures of the children, things like that. I mean, just things go too far. Like like you said, like uh, Craig Ferguson said, like Princess Diana, she died. They had to make a law yep. based on what happened to Princess yep. Diana. So it things but, could, uh, it, things can spiral out of control real quick. Yeah, we asked uh, the community. Uh, fans are rallying to Britney Spears after the documentary, and there have been calls for people to look back into how Britney Spears has been treated. So, which do you mostly agree with? 3% said Diane Sawyer remarks in resurfaced interview were sexist. 6% said demands for Justin Timberlake to apologize, and 91% agree that Britney should be released from her father's conservatorship. 91% mostly agree. You know, and I just should apologies be made yeah that'd be nice but i think what's most important is a these people who were so mistreated because of how we sort of skewed cultural views i think it's great a that they're sort of getting a second look and getting like britney's been this amazing performer for all these years she deserves you know this that and the other at the end of the day i think far more than caring if you know diane sawyer or justin timberlake apologize it's it start it begins and ends with the whole uh that emancipation from her dad thing yeah that's a yeah. conflict give, give, <laughs> give the woman the life she deserves and i don't know you know they they mentioned in the documentary there were you know mental health uh sort of findings in that case that that have been kept very secret mm-hmm. i think even her lawyer said i don't know what was in that file right. i can't speak to that right so i don't know what that is maybe maybe the woman does need more help than we know Putting but it, it doesn't have to be her father. She made it very clear that she does not want it to be her father. And that there are people in her life who could step up and and help, help those, take I, care of I her. I feel like those judges are on the on the take. They're they're getting a kickback uh-huh. because because when when Brittany herself came up with the idea, because I was screaming this at the TV, me and Joe were talking about that. I'm like, why don't they put it all in the trust or have a, a law firm handle uh handle it instead of her father, somebody impartial um like like see companies do it all the time like they they have a they have a um what's it not not the firm what is it called the uh not a council what's that the um the uh what the share the people with the shareholders or whatever they have they have the yeah. that group uh in charge of everything would have to vote on stuff and and then she she said it herself she's like i would rather like these the bank or someone you know a third party be in charge of it because it's a conflict of interest. and this was i feel like this girl can't be this uh, helpless if she can figure this out legally on her own. It doesn't. She says it doesn't feel fair that I have to pay for my lawyers to defend myself, pay for my t- uh, pay my dad, and pay for my dad's lawyer to attack me. It was. Yeah, if she needs a conservatorship, she should not be doing a Vegas residency. Right. But but she can, and she's doing incredibly well. So yeah, it's, it's just it, and so I understand. I feel it when she says, uh, you know what? Until it changes, I'm not going out there anymore. I'm not going to work. Her. That's what. Put that's down, what girl. But let us know what you guys think about that whole thing. Uh, you guys were overwhelmingly uh, on the side of yeah. She should just just uh, end that conservatorship thing. And let's. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I maybe it's the right. I, I agree with it too. Uh, he is trash, but that's the biggest. Uh, that's the biggest issue. All right. And so, so what you guys think, and uh, maybe we'll talk about it some more on We Got Your Mail. So what's the, uh, the 
last topic of the week. Our final topic. Sony has made an official offer to Keanu Reeves uh, to play uh, Craven the Hunter in an upcoming Spider-Man film. But the starring role of Craven is not a done deal, according to a report from the Illuminati. Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige, a creative lead and producer on Sony's rebooted Spider-Man franchise set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, previously told comicbook.com, Marvel talks to Reeves, quote, for almost every film we make. I don't know when, if, or ever he'll join the MCU, but we very much want to figure out the right way to do it, Feige said of Reeves in the 2019 interview. Feige added, Jake Gyllenhaal was approached multiple times before signing on as Mysterio in Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, so based on, I guess, all this that you're seeing right here, what do you, th- what do you think? Uh, well, Cra- so if you don't know, Craven the Hunter is, um, is like, it's a super enhanced, he's like the, the, the epitome of the, of the, 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 of the most of, of that the human body can be. Like, he's, he's super strong. I think he's, he gets his powers from some magical drink, right? So, but he—he's a—he's the, the the world's most perfect hunter and right. like beast catcher. Like he's he's tamed the lions. He's he's hunted down the uh, the rhinos. He, but it, no matter what it is, he can hunt it down. And he can conquer. He's the king of the jungle. He's the, the the top dog. And then he decides to set his sights on Spider Man. He sees the the quickness, the agility, and all the strength, uh, everything that. Um, that that reminds of of him, and he takes it on as a challenge. It just depends on who's writing the story. I mean, sometimes he's being paid to hunt down Spider Man. Other other times, it's like a it's a it's just a, a who's gonna lead the it'll be the king of the jungle kind of a mentality. It's just mm-hmm. it's just animal uh, instinct uh, driven kind of a guy. So uh, he's a cool character too. He's a, I believe he's Russian. So it reminds me that with. As far as Keanu Reeves, it reminds me a little bit of the whole thing with John Wick, the badassness of it. But it reminds right. me of that, of that Baba Yaga story, that Russian story about the, him being a boogeyman. So I'm, I'm wondering if he's gonna break out that Russian accent, and and everything. I, I feel like uh, this is Keanu's time. If if a lot of people feel like he's too thin to play the role, they want. Yeah, it's not my instinct. I also, I like Keanu Reeves. I don't love Keanu Reeves. And I know that's like an incredibly controversial statement, but I'm very like, he's fine. He seems like a cool dude. You feel about him the way you feel about Tom Brady? I like, I like Keanu Reeves more than I like Tom Brady. What? Okay. <laughs> I, I had to rank uh, completely unrelated celebrities. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Uh, no, John- I like him. Like I said, I think he can be a lot of fun and stuff. Uh, do you- I don't understand. The, I, I I get kind of from a this dude is like beloved and kind of having a moment right now in the public eye. I can understand why Marvel wants to get him in there. Um, but from an acting standpoint, I'm not like, oh my god, I need to see Keanu Reeves do more stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I wouldn't have. He wouldn't be on my list uh, for no. that character. Yeah, he feels like an odd choice for that character. I feel like there's more fitting superheroes. He would have been on. an amazing Doctor Strange. <laughs> That's actually what I, as I was saying it, I was like, I feel like a Doctor Strange kind of thing, but we got that. So. Yeah. So I feel, I, I don't know. I mean, if it wasn't for John Wick, I wouldn't have believed because it's yeah. been so long since uh, like Point Blank and Speed and, and everything. I mean, he doesn't, I mean, the Matrix is one thing, but but uh, a badass like Craven the Hunter is like, no, no way you're going to convince me that he's that that cutthroat and has that killer instinct. Then, then he does it with John Wick. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, that's why I don't argue it at all because we, we we've seen but, him play this 
king of the jungle, badass hunter, nobody's going to stop me type of guy before. So, But I feel like being being able to play badass and being like the perfect fit for the character are not necessarily the best, right. like the, the same thing. And I feel, and, and I know uh, we, we have a community poll coming up and mm -hmm. I, I, spoilers, I think uh, this is a pretty common opinion because when I Googled it to, to do a bit of research, uh, the one of the first articles that popped up were people people wanting Carl Urban in the role, mm -hmm. and you see it side by side, and it's just like, oh, he looks like that dude. Yeah, that's spot on. I'm, uh, I remember I heard something or uh, read something that Keanu Reeves says that when he was asked that question, uh, who would you if you were to play a superhero, who would you want to play? He wanted to play Wolverine. I'm like, I, huh. I definitely wouldn't have been able to see. And the face I see I was, with the mutton chops and everything, I could see it with the with the way he shaves, but no it's, 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 it's there, almost yeah. the same character yeah with, with as far as like animal and badass and things like that yeah but i don't know does oh but you said there's a we have a poll coming up right yeah so we asked in the community uh so keanu reeves is said to be in talks to play craven but uh if keanu reeves didn't take craven the hunter who would you prefer who would you want to want considered if he didn't take the role so 45 percent said carl urban 30% said Jeffrey Dean Morgan, 16% said, uh, is it Manu Bennett? And 9% mm -hmm. said Josh Brolin. I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised, but I'm not surprised with the Josh Brolin thing because he did such a good job with, uh, with um, the other two superheroes that he played. I don't yeah. see a Craven. I could, if they, if they picked them, I could see, I'd, I mean, I'd accept it. He would just, yeah, I would feel like overkill. But <laughs> I agree. I, for the most part, I agree with the, the results of, of, of that list and if you guys uh, can think of another actor that we that wasn't mentioned there uh put it in the box and let us know but i i i'm right there with you uh on that uh on that uh, that breakdown of that list if you, you see the side by side with carl urban like i said it's just uh that's right and, and it was ever since the boys like, yeah. it's so it's so spot on and uh, i know they were saying like having done the boys it's like they know he can kind of handle that world like a yeah. superhero world i don't know i i he feels like a better choice for me but I also get that I think Keanu puts butts in the seats, and I, I do think that's where like, like Kevin Feige's coming from. Going, we really want to get him get in Keanu, here. yeah. If, if if not if and if not uh, that character, maybe I don't know. There's there's a, there's other superhero characters I could think of, but him but him playing a villain is interesting to me. And you know, and the but the all, the other interesting thing about that character choice for Craven the Hunter is that he, Craven doesn't see himself as a villain. He's just a guy who just just lives by this uh you know that code and and everything he doesn't he doesn't see himself as being a uh a, a villain at all but 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 when the he, best villains don't though yeah ex exactly but it's not like he's trying to destroy the uh, the city to save the world he's like no spider-man looks like a good challenge i'm gonna go kill him sorry that's i gotta get this done before lunch that's all no no nothing personal not a villain he's just bored he's just bored yeah exactly I'm, I'm, I'm done with these lions and tigers and bears i'm trying to get that spider-man that's pretty much it but i agree with my second choice would have would be uh uh negan uh himself uh from uh, i i think i'm i'm like almost 50 50 with carl irving and, and him uh but i think physically it's just that and not that that they tend to care that much with casting like mm -hmm. from comic books but right. Yeah, they'll they'll get they'll train you up. They'll put you in a bodysuit. But yeah. Carl Irving, though, he he physically is. He's, That's true. We're gonna get like weird rip. Is like Keanu gonna have his? Uh... He won't do it. He won't get. He'll get. He'll get in better shape. And he won't bulk up. I know he. Won't. I want. I want him to get weird ripped. It'll. Uh, it'll be the the slimmest, sleekest, quickest. <laughs>
how skinny is uh, Craven no, the Hunter. No, weird bulk. Yeah. Swole Keanu, come on. Yeah, like maybe those Popeye arms, but that's it. He won't do anything else. I mean, I, I can just see him putting in his contact. It's like, you're going to have to uh, gain about 50 pounds. He's like, I'm not doing that. Yes, sir, Mr. Reeves. <laughs> like, I'm, they're, they're not going to force him. Yeah, like I much. said, people, people will show up regardless. So. But uh, yeah, let us know what you guys think, and we'll talk about it more uh, on upcoming episodes, maybe on We Got Your Mail. All right. So, guys, it's time for a little bit of We Got Your Mail. Let me see if I can do this right. It might be the first time I actually do this correctly uh, on the show. Uh, for we got your uh, mail <laughs> guys this is the part of the show where we take all your uh, your questions your comments concerns uh, over the week and we discuss them right here we've been pushing you for more question questions with you know something with a question mark at the end of it because you know for the most part you guys are just talking at us you're like Keanu Reeves sucks or I love Keanu Reeves I was like, okay, that's, okay, that's not really much for us to talk about we'll, there. We'll add it to the tally. <laughs> we just add it, yeah. But, but when you say Keanu Reeves is awesome, but I heard that he, you know, just give us something juicy and there's, there's something to, to to nibble on, and we'll talk about it. This is the part where we'll I'm talk about. Gonna it. make us some hot Keanu Reeves guys. Yeah, this so. yeah, this whole show, just like on that Britney Spears thing, that whole podcast about. We're trying Br- to bring it back yeah. to the really toxic age of uh, celebrity culture. Yeah, That's exactly. Kind of our Paris Hilton just uh, retired all that nastiness, so talking through the media might pick that baton up. No, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, but like, oh, Perez, I thought you said Paris Hilton. I'm I like, said, oh, per- Perez Hilton. That's what I meant to say, right? Sorry about that. Like she just had a dog. I don't know. She's fine. <laughs> but let's run down these quick uh, questions and let's talk about them. What's the first one? All right. Uh, our very own moderator Joe Ryan uh, asked on YouTube had some pretty solid Wandavision questions, uh, asking uh, why would she lie to Vision, the man she loves and trusts? Why do the kids have the ability to age up on their own? The last episode was the 80s. Will the next episode be the 90s? What happens when they get to the 2020s? Is Vision real? Why was the neighbor acting so weird like an actor on a set? I love, I love the way uh, the, the way it broke down. Uh, the, the last one was in the 80s. The next one will be in the 90s? Is Vision real? That was the way, it was just the way he threw it in there. It was perfect. An extreme of consciousness. It's, I enjoy it. It's like uh, uh, <laughs> no, but I think some very some very solid questions there. I loved uh, the thing where it's just like I saw a tweet, and I always feel bad when I'm like quoting tweets and I can't remember who said them. But it was just like I can't wait for the 2020s episode where it's just like a vertical screen format and just like 30 seconds of like vision throwing cheese slices like on Wanda's face, face like yeah. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. The, the last episode, the season finale will be a uh, yeah a TikTok video. That'd be messed yeah. up. But um, I, I know, yeah, from what I can tell, yeah, the next one should be set in the, <laughs> the 90s. The finale should be a remake of the 80s. Oh, don't do that. No, we got, we have what, three episodes left? We have episodes six, seven, eight, nine. We have four episodes left. So I'm. I go- have to think after the 90s, we'll quit the, the decade jumping. Oh, no, I, th- it's gonna, I think it's going to be after the 2000s. It's going to be, okay. we're, we're going to stop because I know for sure. Wanda was like looking at the screen like a modern family That's parks right. Rex yeah. uh, moment during in one of the trailers. So okay. I think after the 2000s, that'll be it. That maybe that hex bubble will pop uh, by then. The last episode has to break it. You think? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm I'm thinking before that. I'm thinking the yeah. next one is 90s, then 2000s, and then the last two episodes will be people getting punched in the face. There hasn't even been a punch thrown yet. And this show has got people going crazy. This is a I comic think, book. I think the second, I think the second vision catches on. Whether that's that he's like. Wait, you saying there's I, two I, visions I now? Really you, 
I think she brought his consciousness back to his body. So I don't know. Wait, breaking news. But, did you just say that there's two visions? You to, when the second vision gets consciousness? No, I said the second that vision <laughs> figures out. But I, I think that's when it'll break down. Because if yeah. vision's not playing along, there's no reason for her to want that universe to still exist. Uh, what was the other question? Why was the neighbor acting so weird like an actor on a set? Yeah, that's because when you're in that hex, um, that's that's the role. That's what you're being forced to play. Everybody's in pretty much like uh, like the movie Get Out. They're, everybody's in the sunken place right now. They're all uh, they're all under mind control. And and there was an episode that showed you that Vision. Um, spoilers alert. So as a Vision was able to break people from the spell and release them temporarily, and you could tell. Like he's like, what the heck's going on? Why am I acting like it's 1945 or 1960 or something like that? Y'all, like I need to call my wife. I need to get out of here. And then he got, you know, put back under the spell. So everybody's being, everybody in that town is being forced to act like that. It's Wanda's vision. It's her perspective. It's what she wants. This is. I will say, Catherine Hahn's character is acting weird in a different way than everybody else, which leads me to believe, and I think we're seeing a lot of theories that she's going to be. She's probably more involved than people. Either she's possessed. Or she's just afraid for her life. Uh, there's there's so many working theories. Like she keeps mentioning a, a husband that nobody's seen. He might be the like big bad. I just feel like she's such a good character, like such a good actress and such a fun character. It's yeah. like you gotta do more with her. You don't yeah. get Catherine on to she, not kind of knock something out of the park. She needs her like I, if if they ever do that spinoff show with Agent Wu and and Darcy, uh, yeah, Cat, uh, Catherine Hahn needs to be a part of that. She needs to just be there to yeah, just just drive in the van or <laughs> something like that. Be awesome. Uh, I, but yeah, I, I would love. I love say the kids aging up is is one of those like I don't know. I think there's gonna be not plot holes, but things we never get like a full explanation on. And I do think like the kids aging up is gonna be one of those. You want to hear the weirdest theory I've heard? Not to not to be uh, take too much time on the on, on uh, the first one, but the, one of the weirdest theories that there I've were heard. like eight. Que- we should have counted this as the first like six six questions, questions yeah. But uh, one of the because. You know the rules of how Wanda is able. She's not able to create anything from thin air. She has to take something that already exists and then she can change it inside the hex. Mm-hmm. People are wondering if her kids came from that guy who turned into the beekeeper when she said no in, re- in reverse time for. If or either she either a she took some kids and made kids for herself or b she killed that guy and turned them into her kids. I mean, you were no, ever. I think the kids are her kids. I think they established that. that like, how that did she get those... impregnated? Well, that, you... listen, we can have this talk, but I don't know. I think YouTube might demonetize us. If but I, I mean, uh... that's the, but that's the point. I, I mean, vision can't do it. So I, the theory is she mm. deleted that guy, used whatever was necessary and turned it into a fertilized egg. Just that's the theory. I'm just saying. I you don't disagree. have to buy it. You don't have to buy it. You just have to accept it. When well, let's let all right. I'm I'm let's put money on it after the uh, after the the show. We'll 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 see who. And right. I'll explain where babies come from. Uh, also <laughs> on the Wandavision topic, uh, Muhest on YouTube uh, asking some more very valid Wandavision questions, saying, "But why use the form of sitcoms, and why are they divided into time decades?" Oh, it's the, yeah, the, the same question. <laughs> it's, well, but no, I think that's a solid. And again, I think that is one of those. It, it's stylistically cool. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll probably never get like a hard like, and here's why she did. I think well, like. My theory is that sense, she. Well, it makes sense of like sitcoms represent that like perfect, happy family and yeah. everything's resolved in 30 minutes. And like emotionally, that makes sense. So that's what she wanted. And then I think stylistically, 
jumping decades is just more interesting than having a show set in the 50s the yeah. whole time. Well, I mean, the short answer is it was a cool uh, new, uh, idea that's never been uh, uh, tried before. Uh, but I think to to break down what's going on in the show, it, the the working theory right now is that um, that that's what she grew up with in her in her uh, country. That you know that's the American TV that she was getting when she was growing up. Uh, reruns oh, of I like Loves that. of Lucy and then and and all that stuff. So that's that's what she that's her safe space. That's sort of emotionally, like all the people who are like, oh, I learned English from these sitcoms. watching these shows and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. and moving up. And I wish I wish you would, but um, when it got to the eighties, I just wish you would have watched more MacGyver in eighteen because that episode had so much potential. But <laughs> we didn't get that. We got what Full House? What was that? The eighties version of it was like Full House and and, and um, Family Ties or something. It was like a, it's a, it's always a mix of like there was like, like, a, two there was like an edge of step by step in yeah. there. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, but that pretty that's the theory right now that that that's why she chose that because she's just trying to feel safe and go back to a. A, a time where, where she was really happy so that's probably what she was watching as a child before um, all this stuff started happening to her as those old reruns in her country but, and like i said i do think that that is like the purest concept of the family like it really established the idea the of nuclear like, family the family unit and like it solidified it so much in in sort of our consciousness it makes yeah. sense yep yeah, yep yeah. Joe Ryan, once again, thanks, Joe, uh, asks, why aren't we talking about Coming to America 2 or The Matrix 4? Because we can't count that high, Joe. Be nice. Um, That's not why. <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, she called me out. I'm, I'm, I'm like, if I didn't, I need more fingers. I, I can't count past 10. Uh, but I am purposely not trying to watch. I haven't even seen the new trailer that came out of coming to America too. I'm not, I'm not trying, I want to go in as fresh as possible. I don't want to see any more trailers. So, I mean, if I, if something huge happens or something breaks, of course I'll cover it, but you don't, you don't want I just don't, yeah, I want to watch it. I want to sit down and just try to, and try to uh, enjoy it. I, that's, that's one of the reasons why I don't, but because nothing, uh, the other answer is nothing really has happened uh, besides them releasing these trailers. I heard that the trailer was way better than the first trailer, but I'm I'm still hoping that this movie is going to be good with, with or without a, a good trailer. I'm going to give it a chance and I'm looking forward to it. So I'm just personally, I'm just not trying to spoil myself. So unless like an anvil, you know, made by Acme, you know, fell on the you know, Wile E. Coyote during the, the filming of the the, show, the movie or something breaking like that happens, then I'm like, I'm not. That's why you don't hear me talking about coming to America too, too much. Uh, Matrix 4, the reason why I'm not talking about that uh, much is because uh amy hasn't even seen matrix one what what we gonna talk about (laughs) Uh, i can run down all the things i know i feel like i have a pretty good red pill blue pill yeah uh Mm -hmm. who ate it though shoot a gun and the guy goes backwards and i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it (laughs) that's promises promises but that's that, that, that's, oh, that's, that's I'll, I'll watch it i'll watch it once you edit my other reactions Chris. Ooh, shots fired okay touche i like that i like that uh moving I wanna, on i don't want to overwhelm you you know what's uh <laughs> april b oh i hate this question very much oh. april speaking of things i don't want to explain today i never got to see two girls one cup before it was taken off youtube so i'm completely lost with it what is it so what is it well when two girls Love a Love cup so much. Very much. If anybody in the live chat wants to explain what it is, don't. Uh, 
I never, I managed to get, cause that was like, right. That was like late oh elementary, my. early middle school for me. I feel like. Oh roughly. my God. I, I, I just remember something. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm a totally. I like managed to avoid it. And I was so grateful. No one ever did the like, Hey, watch this. You want to know this, what the spirit of two girls want one cup, uh, cup is go to YouTube. Go to go to YouTube I think I just the question. and type in two girls, one cup, comma, T3 medias. You'll see my reaction to it. I think there's a reaction to it on this channel. It's not on there. I didn't put it on the screen, but my but Sean tricked me into watching it Wow! and recorded my reaction. So uh... that'll give you an idea. <laughs> so what's the next question? Uh, all in the game. Also, April, Google it. You, can <laughs> you will find. You just wanted us to talk about it. <laughs> uh, all in the game. I know. I love this person who's like, I never got to see it. And I'm new here on the Can internet. you describe it in full details and act it out? No. <laughs> uh, all, all in the game. Uh, talking WandaVision a bit more said the iconic 90s family sitcom they're likely to reference would be a mix of Roseanne and Full House cameo opportunity for Liz Olson's sisters. Uh, and yes, it's one and done limited series with Wanda's story progressing in the movies, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Evan Peters is a sword agent makes no sense due to the logic ain't laid out. Uh, it's either a true multiverse or mutants opening, or it's Evan as Mephisto due to his American horror story background, which the MCU would get the pronunciation right. Lagos, not Lagos. Huh, I learned something today. Had the same minor complaint when I watched Civil War as I lived there for a while. Um, I didn't know that. That's interesting. All, all in the game. How about you, Lego, my ego? Uh, that, you know, he threw a shot at me talking about my theory about uh, Evan Peters being a secret sword agent. That's my theory, okay? The alarm was going off as the cameo was happening. I My theory is that uh, that is a sword agent who is, they got. They found a guy that looks that could pass enough for uh, a, a brother that's just been recast because they were talking about how things uh, that, that get put into the hex change. But if we were to go into the hex wearing things that already fit the narrative or what's going on that 80s style, then maybe we won't change that much. I think sword is testing that theory out. With Evan Peters. If he's not the big bad and all these other things that these think he is, that's my guess. I think he's an undercover uh, sword agent because imagine what would happen to him if he is and then later Wanda finds out that he's lying to her. That's not a valid reason, though. I just want to see him get cool crushed. <laughs> What's just the... it be cool and I want it is not a valid reason to have plot holes, but okay. <laughs> Uh, Roseanne's a good pull. I'm trying, yeah, I feel like, because I know you think You think they're going to go with Roseanne for the 90s? Well, I don't know. I don't know, because I, I feel like 90s and 80s sitcoms have, because like the 80s one had an edge of Full House to it already. I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, Martin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And just have Wanda be like, what's up, what's up? Wanda. Wanda. Uh, no, but I do feel like there's so much bleed over between like 80s and 90s family yeah. sitcoms. And then I know we talked Friends, but like I think All in the Game brings kind of references. It's a good point of like, it has to be that iconic family sitcom. I mean, yeah, because a lot a lot of those shows did bleed over from the 80s to the 90s yeah. and from the 90s to the 2000s. Yeah. But 
like for, I'm I'm landing on Friends because I know that started in the '90s and. But it's not a it's not a family sitcom at all. I mean, it's just have the neighbor, just have a bunch of neighbors coming in and just being there for you know all damn day. I mean, Friends. I mean, uh, you're right. I mean, characters end up to like Monica and Chandler end up together. Spoilers, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's season eleven of, of yeah. uh, Friends with WandaVision. Uh, it's season. They end up together in season. I might actually know this. We don't have to. Uh, no, but I do feel like in the '90s you really saw the emergence of the friend sitcom, like whether it was Friends or you know stuff in that vein, right? You know, like Sex and the City and that kind of stuff, and then. Yeah, the family sitcom. The, the rise era. of the uh, the cable uh, uh, TV yeah, shows. Started. Yeah, but there's not a ton that feels like not that the, yeah, the family 90s. sitcom that yeah. doesn't feel like a bleed over from the '80s. So I'm really, I'm just genuinely curious. I know it do. started in the '80s, but they, but it, I know it, it ended in the '90s. They, it, uh, the Simpsons married, uh, married with children. They might go married wrong. with children. Feel yeah, that, I guess like they well, might I feel go there because like the kids are there like, now. That was part of it too, though. They got less idealized. Mm -hmm. Like you're talking things like friends and things like married with children and things that like took a little more of an edge yeah. when they were looking at it. Right. Uh, I, I, I think it creates an interesting sort of uh, question that I'm sure someone figured out, but I, I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yep. That's, uh, what's the uh, next one? Uh, did, did we ask this question or did he just volunteer this this is a this is a, a volunteer rundown we uh we have evan the cinema guy is that what we're talking about evan the cinema guy just wanted to share the following this is his my top, top 10. 10 celebrity crushes <laughs> emma stone lucy hill gina carano jamie alexander margot robbie Haley steinfeld Anne hathaway mila kunis olivia wilde elizabeth banks let me uh, i don't want to know what that noise at the end was <laughs> let me let me put uh yeah, I think it was a there was another uh, video where I think I gave a rundown of like my hall okay, passes okay. and that's what that's what he. Uh, <laughs> I was a little you just thought you just like, thought that I don't know. Yo, just guys, that yeah, to you, from like this from this point morning. on, everybody in the live chat, don't forget to hit the like button as, as well. But yeah, just send us your your top ten whatever any whatever celebrity crushes, the times that you got away with uh, you know crimes and things like that. You know, top ten whatever. I don't care what it is. Just. For no reason at all, just send us your top ten. Here are my top ten butterflies that I've collected. All right, whatever. I don't care what it is. I want to read those things. I love it. But uh, the cinema guy, uh, you're even though I I agree with every choice that you have on the list. No Holly Berry. Come on, man. It's gotta Holly Berry's on everybody's list. I just that's just. My, but Olivia Wilde, I don't think she gets uh, listed enough. I could break down your that list for the rest of the show, but I'm not. So. Force it's a solid it's a solid you know it is a, a it, it is a great list let me just think about that I, yeah go. i think it's pretty much a very few people would agree with you maybe gina carano just for the i would i would keep gina carano on the list just though because i know that uh i would uh, she would you know cradle me in those 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 arms i would feel safe i'm like oh. <laughs> talk to me about the mandalorian would you feel safer around <laughs> gina Anybody breaks in the in the in the house, I'd wake up in the middle of the night like go go check check go check see if I'm not going. I, I mean, I would feel that's what I mean by safe. She would you know, she would mm -hmm, protect mm -hmm. me. She would save my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> would I feel safe? Like like what are we talking about here? Like never mind. No, I'm not gonna ask. <laughs> Let's move on because we, don't, I, we can go down this path. Because yeah, I, be I can I can turn this into a, a PG-13 to R real quick if I don't control myself. Good list. Good list. <laughs> 
Amy's not uh, going to like this graphic. <laughs> we have a new segment. Amy asks, Amy has questions. Asking questions. Answer me. Amy asks, do we like it? Are we keeping it? Please tell me you can save that sound bite. We, well, That's fine. That's like the best picture I've ever taken. Amy asks, if you could see any... It is. If you can see any two living artists do a Super Bowl halftime show together, a la J-Lo and Shakira last year, who would you want to see? Oliver Barnes says Chris Brown and Britney Spears would kill it. I think that was better. I think that was a joke. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the key the, the key show says uh, uh, hologram Tupac and Biggie? But wasn't the question living? People living? The holograms are living. Also, shout out to the Keek <laughs> show. Uh also very fun like geek chat and yeah. i'll be on there on friday with eric so on the on the show? State special uh t smith says jack harlow and lil wayne and will jenkins says britney spears and dua lipo would be the, fire emoji. now i had to think about it but that britney last one dua lipo would be fun actually. that would actually be an interesting one that would be really good like if it was a britney spears halftime show yeah and then like halfway through because that's one thing well, and, and i it would, that's it would make more sense if, show was missing for me i kept yeah. going like okay when is someone else gonna like me and joy said like, the same thing i i think that because of, uh, it, because uh miley cyrus did it she had like two guests and yeah. um but he didn't the weekend was like i got it <laughs> oh. it was seriously missing a little like oh i i, I just Let's read spears and Janet Jackson, and it's just the screw Justin Timberlake. She's already, time. yeah, exactly, and, and yeah, and and pull out a, a cardboard picture of Justin and punch it. But um, no, Brit Britney Spears and Dua Lipa would be fun though. I think that would be a fun like every, you know, like most people like know and like Britney to some degree, and then Dua Lipa is a fun modern, but like she's she's a good performer. And she it would it would most likely be um, do, oh, how do you say her name? Do uh, Lip? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it. Uh, not Britney. What's her What's her name? Do Dua Lipa. I'm always missing it. It would probably be her Maybe show, Lipa. and then Britney would probably be the guest in that. But I mean, it's just like on level. I don't I, I, I'm going to call it. I think with this documentary and everything, mm -hmm. I think we are on the edge of like. The Britney song. You think you think it's you think it would be more like of a like a super time half Super Bowl halftime show like a Madonna featuring uh, Nicki Minaj kind of a thing. Like I think it'll be. I think I think we're on the edge of the Britney songs, and I I would not be surprised if we had her doing a halftime show in the next couple of years. We'll see. Because they do those kind of throwbacky ones every once in a while. Of yeah. Like, oh, she's going to do the classic. She's going to do a couple new ones. Yeah, yeah. They, well, I feel like J Lo and Shakira. There were so many numbers where it was like, oh. I remember this from like the middle school dance. Amazing. So that was bootylicious. Anyway, was. that was a great <laughs> halftime show, man. What's the uh, next one? Uh, Mr. Oh no. Mr. Muera Tecno. Uh huh. Uh, we were discussing uh, who would cast in the shining remake. Mm. Uh, and I feel like he thought we were discussing an actual shining remake because he said, <laughs> It does not matter. The only reason to make a remake or sequel of The Shining is the greed of some producer or studio that does not have even a drop of respect for the medium as an art form. There's a giant difference between I'm going to find uh, found this product because I think it is good and interesting and I think it will generate a profit. It is a movie that being almost four decades old, it still looks incredible because that's because those who made it put everything they had to make a better movie than the movie they were remaking. 
Today, the idea of making a better version of the movie is not the focus of the remake. The focus is people know it. That's why they're going to consume it. And they're not doing a shining remake, like just to be clear. Yeah, the, I mean, he got really passionate, but I think I'll come. I think I, I, I understand might've... where you're coming from. Like, I understand the frustration of like the remakes and sequels of things that don't need it. Mm-hmm. The question I posed, um, because my boyfriend and I were chatting, and I was like, we, we were talking about. You can be honest. Theater. It was a, it was a fight that Eric was losing. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I've been reading a fair amount of Stephen King lately, and when I read The Shining, you know, because I <laughs> really need something scary because the world's not enough. Uh, and when I read The Shining, I was really struck by like, oh, that's why the movie doesn't work for me. Because in the book, you really understand why they think this could work. Mm-hmm. You understand like Jack is like a dude with some issues to be sure. But like you understand why they're like, we're going to get our lives back on track and save our marriage. And when I watched the movie, I was like with it, the second Jack Nicholson came on screen. It's like, yeah, that guy could kill his family yeah 100 percent. that guy could kill his family yeah. and like i think shelly duvall was really miscast as wendy as well so we were just chatting like who would you cast in that who would work in that yeah and, and that we, sort of spiral but he took it he took it to the the serious level like as if this was already greenlit and happening tomorrow and uh, i think we got into a conversation about uh how producers don't re- they're just out in it for the money, and then but they should get a per, uh, person to make it. That's just for the back, back like back in the day, they were all, it was all about the love of, of filmmaking and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's always been about the money. I mean, does a person who writes a movie or a script want to get it made and they love their project and would love to see it come to life? Yeah, of course. I mean, look, Kevin Smith. I mean, what? I understand feeling protective of like like Stanley Kubrick's artistry because he did put such insane like detail and effort into his films yeah. but but as far as the, also they did a sequel and they did it because there was a sequel to The Shining mm. that Stephen King wrote so yeah I mean but movies get greenlit because only because producers feel like they can make a profit yeah, it, I mean that's, that's just the that's just the truth I'm mean, do we want this to be a perfect world where it's all about the love? Even if this movie fails, we're going to give it three sequels because it's 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 an art. Like, I mean, in a perfect world, that'd be great, but it wouldn't make any sense financially. Hey, are, are you a capitalist or not? This is America. Uh, Joe Ryan says uh, The Shining was remade in a miniseries. Uh, it, it was pretty good. I didn't see the miniseries. I didn't, I didn't see know. it. But uh, I think I heard about it. Sopranos uh, can be 2000s. Supr- if they do the Sopranos on um, <laughs> woke up this morning, got yourself a gun kind of a beginning. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be awesome. I miss the Sopranos, man. That would be That'd awesome. Be so uh, what's the uh, next one? JFS, the reviewer, asked on Twitter, which old TV show or movie do you want to see get remade? Well, which one do you wish won't get remade? Hmm. The Shining. Screw that. <laughs> forget, yeah, screw that guy. The Shining. Uh, forget the art. It's all about the money. Shining's not profitable enough. I want to piss on Kubrick's vision. Um, what TV show or movie do I want to see get remade? I feel like my gut instinct is just like none of them because I want new stories to be told. I, me, I'm indifferent. I don't care if things get remade. It doesn't erase the original. It doesn't take away the. the but yeah, I'm trying to think of something. Ghostbusters, everything. Like, Let, I would love remake it all. Star Wars, no. <laughs> it's too soon. It's too soon. Fans would love that. No, no one's head would explode at all. What would I like to see? Which remade? old TV show 
or movie do you want to see get a re get remade? Like a total remake or like a reboot or, do, or, or, or a like do what, do what what we're doing uh, currently is like bring the show back for another season. Like with uh, now, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna alter your question a little bit, uh, JFS. Uh, if now a show that I would like to see come back, like Punky Brewster style or the Connors from Roseanne and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family yeah. Matters. That's a show that I uh, they they've all said they they're willing to do it if the you know if if they're all still together. They've, they've done an interview uh, recently. I watched it. was like an hour-long uh, interview with the original cast. They all said that if, uh, if the network approached them, that they would do it. And I think it's I, – I got a feeling it's going to happen. But Family Matters, Steve Urkel, I, I, I think I would love to see that uh, story continue. That's the, that's the mm. one I would pick. Not a remake, but a continuation. But that's, that's – Yeah, 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 yeah. You, don't, you still don't have any? Yeah, I'm thinking uh, – Rainbow Bright. I, what rainbow bright rainbow bright um you know it's funny because i haven't even gotten through but i've been watching it like working my way through it on hulu a bit so i guess that's why it's fresh on my mind but i feel like something like king of the hill just have like a tone and you mean like a live action version voice that i would be like no like like reboot the cartoon i'd be really curious to see how they would kind of handle like the modern state of the world with those characters which ones do I wish would not get remade? Um, I heard that they're thinking about a speaking about Sopranos. I heard they're thinking about doing like a prequel to the Sopranos. I don't know if that's necessary, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. at the same time, no. When you have a show that's so widely considered one of the best shows of all time, it is hard not to feel like just let it be. Yeah, just let it. <laughs> let it be. All right. Well, I don't know. I feel like I'm not a huge fan of it, but the Sex and the City reboot feels. Uh, uh, unnecessary especially since they can't get um the actress who plays samantha back who is by far the best character yeah i keep like I, I never watched one episode never watched the movies not yeah i'm not the demographic i watched them no it's a and i was a little young for it but what i have seen of it it's just very much like look i get why this was impactful i get why people loved it i just don't it's get why they made two movies <laughs> what i just don't get why they made two movies that's the thing. The movies were so bad and it was so of its time. I, I think it's one that it is just that. And, and like I said, especially not having, um, why can't I think of her name? Uh, point being, uh, Sarah Jessica I, Parker. I, and again, I don't know. Uh, the Samantha lady. Yes. Uh, 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 uh Reese Witherspoon. This isn't helping me at all. Um, I want a remake of, uh, of, of free Kim control. Kim control. I want a remake of The Freeway uh, with Reese Witherspoon. That's a only a few people in the world have seen that movie. Reese Witherspoon and um, Keith Sutherland. It was based on The Big Bad Wolf and Little Red Riding Hood. Rated so R. <laughs> but yeah, there's very few things I want to see remade. There are things I wouldn't mind getting more of. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, last one for We Got Your Mail. Another Ask Amy. Amy asks, I'm asking questions. Oh, not Amy Ask Amy. Asks, I said Ask Amy. This is Amy's This is Amy's show. Okay. This is her. Ask Amy is uh, <laughs> when you write into the newspaper. I think that's right. the whole thing. I uh, never thought this would happen so to me. I asked, <laughs> I asked in my, uh, my son, uh, I asked if WandaVision did a crossover episode, what Marvel character or team would be most entertaining to see in her sitcom universe? Uh, Ruben said imagine if bruce banner showed up in the sitcom for example i think that'd be sick deadpool would suck because he'd break the fourth wall and just get thrown out which 
that's true. But it uh, is, uh, but it's always fun to have around. I'd say Spider-Man is a good pick too. He's probably innocent and well-meaning enough to be allowed in the world by Wanda. Nick Fury would be pretty crazy. I'd like to see the reaction to him showing up as he commands such a high degree of respect. As for the TV show characters, I'd say Daredevil would be the best pick as him being blind would bring a new interesting dynamic to Westfield and him being a lawyer, perhaps he could reason with Maximov. I'd love to hear more suggestions. That was such a thorough answer. Thank you, I mean, you you even you even covered the one that I know will never happen, but I agree with the uh, the most, like the the Daredevil thing. Everybody out of all the Marvel uh, Netflix uh, ones, Daredevil is the one who perfectly fits in the MCU. Mm -hmm. But Kevin Feige is never going to pull them up. Maybe he will. Maybe in the Multiverse of Madness. Maybe, but Mm -hmm. will will he bring? that daredevil up if anyone could it would be it could be the daredevil it, it may and maybe punisher i feel like those two could would work in the mcu but in wandavision oh i don't know what would be the point of rupert murdoch uh what is it not is it rupert murdoch matt murdoch rupert murdoch matt murdoch what would be the point of matt murdoch rupert rupert murdoch here no um uh, what would be the point of rupert oh, Rup, uh to go to the if to that bubble i mean does wanda need a lawyer he's a lawyer what does wanda need uh, legal representation after all these crimes that she's committed uh, probably that's probably the angle. I, I love i love the point that deadpool would just break the fourth wall and get his ass <laughs> immediately i mean the second that's such this, a funny point it's like why like what's going on are we in the 90s what's happening he would it would just it would piss wanda off so much but you know who would love yeah. it you yeah. know which character would love watching that episode i mean in the show mm-hmm. uh was it mm-hmm. name darcy is it cat denny's character yeah yeah would love it she would probably fall in love with Deadpool because <laughs> I just I would love to see their comedy bouncing off of each other it would that would kill me but you're but he's I right. guess I'd want to see so let's let's Magneto let's operate it. off the idea that they would be in the sitcom universe sort of in the same way it would if have, it's to, like a it, crossover it would have to be a character on the on a, on a sitcom level yeah, so they're not standing there going, what am I doing here? Um, I think Thor could be really fun because I feel like the Thor movie actually had almost that sitcom energy of like, we got to pass them off as ever, a normal ever since guy. Thor Ragnarok, like yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good fit. I would, I would pick, if, as far as sitcom level, I would pick, uh, when I say that, I mean someone um, who hasn't been in any of the the movies i mean some one of the like from the netflix tv shows or somebody from agents of okay. shield i'm maybe uh, uh what's his name carlson from the agents of shield uh tv show him they could they can announce that he's still alive uh out uh since he had his own show for all these uh what, six seasons seven seasons maybe him uh, but th- they said that it's going to be a luke skywalker level cameo than the equivalence to the mandalorian so if you, if, I don't assume they'll actually bring them in as like I was. Th- I wasn't thinking like cameo. I was just thinking like crossover episode. I'm sure. I'm sure whoever actually, if there, if there is a bigger cameo than the Evan Peters thing, I think it will be um, more in the in the like superhero side of things than yeah. the. I'm I'm thinking a crossover with Agents of Shield. I'm I'm thinking that. Or, or maybe to promote the the next uh, show that's about to come over, uh, maybe Falcon or Winter Soldier. 
maybe one of them. Um, but my me, it's Hawkeye. It's probably going to be Hawkeye because they're working on his TV show. He had some of a, a, a little bit of a relationship with Wanda, named his uh, son after her brother. Uh, so it's pro- it's probably going to be Hawkeye. But is that Luke Skywalker level? Nah. <laughs> what would be Luke Skywalker? I always forget about Hawkeye. So mm-hmm. what would be Luke Skywalker level would be their comic book father, Magneto from the X Men. Since they already brought Pietro in there, and bring Magneto, uh, Michael Fassbender, Ma- Magneto. That would blow the internet up. I'm just saying, that's my prediction. Was that the that was the last the last one? That was uh the last one for uh, we got your mail. Yeah. We ended it on a uh, an Amy ask. We got to work on that jingle. Like I said, guys. Amy ask. Oh no, that's oh, I was like I'm that's mess so metal. What was I about to say? Was that is that goth? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> was it black hole son won't you come <laughs> and ask Amy a question Amy has some questions now. oh wow now we just Atlantis more setting this up okay <laughs> no I, it's still Panama it's oh. always been Panama oh okay I, I, I thought okay Okay, I, I guess I'm not the audience, but if you guys we are have really a... lose it, we, I'm really uh, I'm really bummed that we're uh, going on name that tune next week. It's not going to go well, is it? If you guys have a question and want to submit to the show, just put it in the box below. We'll talk about it on We Got Your Mail. We're encouraging more question questions. Uh, but now let's get into the uh, the next uh, segment for We Got Your Vote real quick. This is the part of the show where uh, in the community tab, we, we post questions and uh, get you guys to vote on them. So let's go uh, down the list. I think we already knocked out um, some earlier in the show. So let's go to the next We Got Your Vote question. There's rumors of a comparison that's been compared to a Luke Skywalker on The Mandalorian. So, what would you like it to be? 42% said Doctor Strange or Wong. 32% said Mephisto is the main villain. And 26% said Hawkeye. It was so close. but, but Doctor Strange makes the most sense if they're tying this into Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, it does. Like, someone, someone from that universe. But, um... Or, or 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 at least Wong. I mean, that's yeah. I wouldn't be yeah. upset with with uh, with him showing up just just to lead us into the whole uh, multiverse of madness thing. And and what, what I, I do worry is they were overselling that, like, because that was Elizabeth Olsen who said that, right? For that that it would be a Luke Skywalker level cameo. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was her in the interview. Yeah. So. I'm reading the, I'm reading the, the live chat real quick. The other thing my money is a little bit on was that it was the Evan Peters cameo or like the Evan Peters reveal mm-hmm. and everybody's going to like get to the end and be a little like, oh, that was. If that oh, was the cameo, I'm going to be ever so pissed. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm calling that shot now. I could be wrong, but I'm calling that. Uh, Joe Ryan says he said Tony and Penny, Tony and Penny. Oh, that was, uh, I think he was talking for the last question for who oh. he wanted to see. The, oh, the, uh, to, to come in. Okay, cool. For that other show. That was yeah, that was yesterday's show. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> I, I, I didn't catch it uh, in time. My, yeah. my, my bad, uh, Joe. All right. What's the, uh, what's the next one? So we asked, all right. So this is a four, four-parter. <laughs> So we're gonna. Oh yeah, we broke down it. those uh, uh, Super Bowl commercials. Woo. We, uh, I feel like I need like a bracket. 
I guess baseball. What yes. was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? It is because it's the only sport I watch. What was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? Winner of this line will move to the final three. The winner with 58% said Falcon and Winter Soldier. 18% said M. Night Shyamalan's old trailer. I have thoughts. 10% said Doritos 3D. 8% said DoorDash with Sesame Street. 6% said M&M's with Dan Levy. And before we, move on, to, before we move on Not to the next bracket, let's uh, let's get those. Uh, we, I know it's been killing you. You've been wanting to talk about M. Night Shyamalan for a minute there. You got you got a minute. Go. What is What do you love so much about that trailer? It is the worst trailer. I'm going to get hate for this. That <laughs> movie looks so bad. And I have, since Sunday, just randomly been going, Mommy? like something about that just added and then like the kid like walked away and came back and he was like a grown man and then there was a girl giving birth for no is that is the girl who gave birth another another uh, couple or was that the daughter growing up and then getting? i assume it was the daughter growing up for some reason that's the thing that freaked me out we were well we were all kind of like what is like i lost my mind when the kid was like mommy my swimsuit hurts like just destroyed me and then we were all like, okay, what is this? And then the, the, the title of the movie is just old. old. It's like the other movie, like Thinner. Uh, uh, wasn't that a, uh, a not Stephen, who am I thinking about? Uh, writer of, of Carrie, uh, what's his name? Stephen King, like that yeah. movie Thinner. It's just a simple, That's simple title. Not as funny as old. Old, old. is hilarious. M. Night Shyamalan made some great movies. I but think we're giving. I think we're giving him too much power. No, no. I mean, he's had too much power, and that's when. That's why. That's when he really went on the deep end. When he thought. When he was really feeling himself after he was dubbed the next Spielberg, and he started thinking that uh, anything he does is amazing. And then he learned uh, real quick that you know you can lose your your fame. And he slowly started coming back. You know, with uh, with. Uh, the not the what was that the the visit and the movie Devil. They they stopped giving him money. And was like, nope, we're giving you 10, 000, 10 million. That's it. Make something happen. Like you used to back in the day. And he's, he's slowly started running with that and staying in that little box uh, and putting that, that he's in. Uh, and I think this is another one of those types of movies. I, I'm not going to sleep on this one. I think this one might be, yeah. might be a good one because it still feels like he's keeping himself in check. And mm-hmm. they didn't give him like $100 million to play with. I th- I think this is another low. I think if I'm, I have to look it up. I think it's low budget. And if it's low budget, I think it'll be all right. But if it's I, bigger budget, then, then yeah, you're, you're right. He might go into the yeah. deep end again. No pun intended because it's I, on an island. <laughs> I have uh, one quick counter argument for that. And it is. Mommy. <laughs> okay. You got me. Okay. Our Fine. next, uh, <laughs> our next poll, uh, break it down. Uh, favorite Super Bowl commercial, uh, 50% said the GM commercial with Will Ferrell, our winner from this uh, heat. 26% said Bud Light Legends. 18% said Drake from State Farm. And par- uh, 5% said Paramount Plus. Oh, I put Drake from State I'm Farm twice Drake on here. I Drake from State Farm didn't take it. What'd you say? I accidentally put Drake from State Farm twice on the graphic. But yeah, you know, you're right. Um, I'm surprised about that I too. I thought Drake from State Farm would have taken this one. I know. I thought Bud Light Legends would have taken it because it, it brought back no. all those those no, old I'm commercials. No, I'm surprised that's the size it was. Oh no, that those commercials, all seeing those guys come back, uh, that I love you, man, guy. Oh, that was the best commercial. It, it was it was so the nostalgia hit me so much. I'm an old guy. I remember those commercials. Those. 
Uh, that reminds me of the WhatsApp. I don't think that was Bud Light, but but the I love you, man. I know I was sad because I feel like if you're going Budweiser, like what's up and the frogs, yeah. I was waiting for them. Was it? But I think this was Bud Light, though. That's why I they know. weren't there. That's why it sucked. But what was the uh, and, then the, and then our final, the final heat of the uh, Super Bowl commercials? Uh, our winner with 44% of this heat went to Michael B. Jordan's Amazon commercial. Mm. 25% liked uh, Bud Light lemons. 22% liked Rocket Mortgage with Tracy Morgan and only 9% given love to Tide with Jason Alexander. I like Jason Alexander's sweater. It was dumb, but it caught my attention. I, I, I thought it was I thought it was dumb the whole way until Jason Alexander showed up at the very end. Because I was yeah. like, this is a waste of, of, of a commercial if he's not, and then he, then he showed up. I'm like, okay, now, and- I will say I'm getting a little sick of, uh, and, and arguably like that's a total example of it, mm -hmm. A lot of the, I feel like with Super Bowl commercials, we are moving away from writing like an actual clever concept mm -hmm. and more and more it's just becoming like, look, we got this celebrity. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's just like, I feel like they used to be a little actually funnier and occasionally you get a celebrity cameo because it made sense. Yeah, you give a, yeah. I mean, they, they had what, a 15 year run with just a horse in one of those beer commercials yeah. and those, those commercials crushed. But uh, I was surprised. Remember last year when they killed Mr. Peanut? That was great. Yeah, 2020 man. Woo! What a wild year. <laughs> but but now the winner from all, and of course Michael B. Jordan won won this bracket because he was destroying the internet with the ladies. Uh, but no, I was just you know what voting. made that commercial? I, making, I made like eight YouTube accounts. No, that uh, that commercial that commercial wasn't made by uh wasn't done right because Michael B. Jordan was in it. Obviously, for the obvious reason, I know why the ladies loved it. That commercial was great because of the husband's reaction. That made that commercial. That funny. It's getting too wet out here. <laughs> that line crushed it. And I'm surprised that, that, uh, that it wasn't uh, voted higher, but that was, yeah. that was my pick. Um, but I, out of all three of those, uh, those tallied up, we had our final three, and it came down to the, what, the top three were, what again? We had... Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. Will Ferrell with GM, and Michael B. Jordan, B. Jordan with Amazon. And the winner with 50% was Falcon and Winter Soldier, Will Ferrell with GM. We got 30%, and Michael B. Jordan's Amazon ad got 20%. I feel, yes, Falcon and Winter Soldier looked cool. It was exciting to see the commercial, like the trailer for it. But you don't I agree it was like the best commercial? Such, what? But but you don't agree it was the best commercial of the night? I, I feel, I feel like, it is a sign that it was a really, really weak year for Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> that com when your top rated commercial is a trailer and not like there was there was nothing that I would have talked about the next day of like, OK, but that one was funny. Like there were ones that made me chuckle when I was watching it, but nothing that I like saw shared on social media subsequently nothing anybody was like oh my god did you see this one it was great nothing yeah. i even like thought about and chuckled subsequently so well yeah and it, and it also depends on your audience i mean if you're asking like our demographic of course that they're going to pick falcon and the winter soldier that trailer looked like it was a trailer for a movie that was about to come out joy really she was confused she thought was like wow when is that movie come out like no it's disney plus it's a tv series all that action and all oh, I don't those think I realized that. That was that yeah, it felt like a movie. They trailer. tricked me. They tricked they me. Got me. They got you too. That's a TV series that's about to come out in March. Okay, so, that makes sense. So um but here's where I feel like I feel like the Michael B. Jordan, not not I mean, you guys are gonna think I have a man crush on Michael B. Jordan, and I do, but I feel like Amazon's uh mistake 
was releasing that was one of the ones that was released way before uh like a day or two before the super bowl if that commercial would have debuted during the middle of the super bowl that's what everybody would have been talking about like that whole uh, uh you know when he put takes his shirt off and the husband's like turn them down like put the shirt back on because the husband was just a, a, a killing it i feel it like funny. they could make a, a whole series of those uh commercials but it was uh it debuted a couple of days before and uh the falcon and winter soldier one just blew the internet up i mean yeah they they knew how to market it they waited at the right time nobody expected it and then boom a, a trailer that tricked you into thinking a movie was about to come out just made Disney Plus look that much better. So there you have it, guys. Next year, if you could please just like murder some more mascots for our entertainment. I bet you not. Okay, what is, uh, was that, the, that wasn't the last one. We, we, have, have... Uh, we have one more uh, vote uh, this week. Uh, as of today, there's been no significant full trailer for the upcoming Mortal Kombat film. Should we be worried? 71% said yes, always a sign of a bad movie. 29% said no. The like, teaser and pictures are awesome. The teaser the, the teaser was good enough. Like, no. I mean, it's probably based on the fact that the first Mortal Kombat movie was awesome, but at the, at the same time, it was a trash. It was trash. It was a bad movie, but it was still awesome at the same time. Will they be able to capture that magic again? No. They won't be able to capture that magic again. I feel like uh, I'm with the 71%. I'm thinking that they're hiding this movie. And they don't, they're only they don't want a the full best Sonic part. situation where they like mess something up so bad they have to remake it. Yeah, they, they're going to get the same. Uh, what's the what's the forearm monster named Goro the, uh, from from the from Mortal Kombat Two, Mortal Kombat Annihilation? They're going to get that cast again. That movie was horrible. Um, it was a way as 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 fun bad as the first one was. The first one was a dude. It was a, like a guy movie. It was a, it was like a this is a perp. This is great for what it was. Uh, but it wasn't going to win any Oscars. And then they just, it just went, you know, down in quality uh, afterwards. I hope it's good, but it's, it, it disturbs me that the only thing I've really seen of it is that whole effects where the, the, the character Sub-Zero makes ice. He's like making an ice sword. He's like, he's showing that they've shown that a billion times. They've shown the picture of it. They show, that's all they're showing. It's like, okay, what else happens uh, in this what movie? Else, besides the Mr. Slush, over here, what's going on? Like, like who gets killed? What's going to happen here? But, yeah. I mean, that's I'm I'm worried. I mean, the movie's coming. I mean, the show is coming out. Or is it? A, it's a movie, right? And it's coming out on HBO Max, I believe. And it's like it's supposed to be coming out like in a couple weeks or whatever. <laughs> and it's Ooh, yeah, <laughs> and there's no trailer. There's no full trailer. Oh well, I uh, you heard it here first, uh, guys. It's gonna suck. But that's just my two cents. Whatever that's worth. Let us know what you guys think, guys. And uh, like I said, keep uh, sending us uh, more questions and stuff. Maybe uh, and you can you can put specifically if you want us to, to poll something uh, in the community tab. We'll, we'll take suggestions. Otherwise, we'll just keep uh, putting them up ourselves and let you guys duke it out in the finals like we did today. But we appreciate you guys uh, on that. And uh, that's the uh, show. We're going to move on to some uh, some more riskier uh, topics that you won't catch on the on this stream. You're going to catch them up uh, for our members uh, on the Talk to the Media's After Dark uh, portion of the show. So we're going to get into that. Um, like I said, guys, thank you guys again for joining us for another episode. And thanks for supporting the channel on the levels that you do. We really, really appreciate it. If you, uh, want, if you haven't become a subscriber, hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Let us know what you guys think at all time. This show was brought to you in front of a live studio audience. Look at me right here when I say this to you. 
in front of a live studio audience of you amazing, beautiful people out there. That's right. I'm sucking up because I know where my, where my dinner comes from. So appreciate you guys once again for uh, joining us. And until next time.